Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you're loving what you're hearing on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is available on more than 20 different platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you're sure to find the Real Estate Espresso Podcast. Go spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? On today's show, we're talking about how to navigate economic cycles. In a rising market, everyone looks like a genius. The rising tide lifts all boats and celebrations abound each passing month. Some of that is real wealth creation and some is paper wealth that might take a very long time to realize. We're absolutely in a destructive environment for many on a global basis. At the same time, we're experiencing supply-side shocks to the economy and our government and central bankers are trying to tame inflation by increasing interest rates to reduce demand. The problem with this approach is they're treating the symptoms and not the root cause. After decades of growing global food supply, we're experiencing the first year in a long time in which food insecurity is happening right now and will translate into starvation for millions of people in many parts of the world this year. It's not just one thing. The war in the Ukraine has removed 20 million metric tons of wheat from the world market, a significant percentage of the total world supply. Ukraine provides enough food through its agricultural production in a normal year to feed 400 million people, about 10 times its population. Part of the problem is the pathway to get the grain and the wheat out of the Ukraine is by sea through the Black Sea ports that are under naval blockade and the waters around the Black Sea are heavily mined. It would take about 2 million trucks to get the wheat out of the Ukraine by truck or a similar number, 2 million rail cars to get the wheat out by rail. And clearly neither of those are going to happen in an active war zone. Normally, 15% of global corn and 65% of global sunflower oil goes out through Black Sea ports. In addition to that, the embargo on fertilizer coming from Russia will reduce crop yields around the world. The global supply of fertilizer cannot adapt and replace the shortfall in the short term. The consequence is a bushel of wheat that last year cost $674 is now selling for $1,242 in commodities markets, nearly double the price of last year's crop. Layer on top of that, the higher cost of transportation necessary to get both the raw ingredients and the finished product to your dining table. People need food, and they need a place to live, and clearly food prices are going to climb regardless what central bankers do to interest rates. Now, people still need a place to live. We went through the economic cycle of the Great Recession, and we started building new construction in the depths of the Great Recession. At that time, back in 2011-2012, you could buy property for much less than construction cost. On paper, it would suggest it wouldn't make sense to build anything new. Why would you build anything new in that environment? Well, it took very conservative underwriting to design projects that we considered would be financially viable. We were definitely going against the trend because the rest of the market seemed to have stopped construction. And since there was so little new product coming into the market, we were delivering into some seriously pent-up demand. Now, an interesting thing has happened during this economic cycle in real estate. We have not lowered our standards for underwriting in order to meet the more competitive market environment. We know that economic cycles happen. Cause might be unknown, the timing is unknown, and the depth is unknown. But you know there's going to be an up cycle and a down cycle. Anything you do in the world of real estate investing has to be designed to span economic cycles. When you build a building or you buy a building and you sign a loan agreement with a 25-year or 35-year amortization, you know there's going to be a recession during that period. There might be three recessions or maybe even five. Nobody knows how many, but you better design your project to survive those up and down cycles. Now, we fully expect the demand for new single-family homes to decline this coming year. We're still moving forward 
with development of several residential subdivisions in multiple markets. New homes will still be needed in the future. I can't tell you exactly how many homes and by when, but I believe that demand will not evaporate altogether. We've not lowered our standards of underwriting during this monetary expansion that we've experienced over the last several years, and we don't plan on making huge changes to our conservative math either, despite the negative outlook. We do expect economic cycles. We expect good times and bad. We expect inflation, both the positive impact to investors and the negative impact to consumers. And when we have a large-scale land development project that's going to take more than a decade to develop, and of course, we're expecting a down cycle somewhere in the middle. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.